This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey everyone, how you doing today? Topic number three with Matt. We're going to jump in the time machine because I think something is about to happen that happened to Matt and I 20 years ago. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing awesome, Mike. And yeah, I, I yeah, it's so, doesn't it look the same? It does. But doesn't everything feel the same? It, oh, yeah. I mean, when, when I put on my rear view mirror glasses and I look back and remember <laughs> yes. the excitement I felt that ultimately turned into despair, we're, we're set up. There's going to be a lot of people hurt. Hopefully this conversation causes people to take off some of the leverage and margin. But let, let's let's go back to the year 2000 or thereabouts. We're both in tech. Yep. Uh, you know, we're both kind of in it. We see the dot coms, yep. the pet dot coms, the excite, every, all these, <laughs> you know, remember Ask Jeeves and you know, yeah, all of these of things just going bananas. Uh, you couldn't do anything wrong. There was a time where you could bet on any stock that had a dot com in the name and you would make 10%, 20% a month. It was, yeah. remember that time? Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite deals I ever closed in tech was rooster.com. <laughs> I swear to you. Rooster.com. I swear to you. Real deal. Actually did a deal with them. Rooster.com. I don't remember this one. I have one that's that's just hilarious. I wish I remembered the name. Remember when everybody was doing marketplaces? Um, oh yeah. There was a sure. company that got like $5 million of funding. Maybe it was 50 million. I don't know, but we went to their office because I was a pre-sales. I wasn't even sales yet. I wasn't the sales rep. I was the smart guy, the tech guy. <laughs> and I go into, and we had projectors. Remember when projectors were like luggables? Yeah. They weren't like portable. Yeah. They were like this big and weighed 40 yeah. pounds. Yeah, uh-huh. I do. So, so I, so I'm pulling my, you know, case, I'm all fancy and stuff. And, and I go in, I said, where should I plug in? Right. Cause I want to give you my presentation on my yeah. laptop and my projector. Oh, right over there. I'm like, on the ping pong table? <laughs> They're like, yeah, on the ping pong table. I'm like, yes. okay, well, all right. Well, the ping pong table is next to the foosball table. And it was just bananas. Anyways, we do a five-minute discussion. They buy $250,000 worth of stuff and they're out of business in 90 days. They never even implement the product. I mean, that was just crazy times. Anyways, yeah. I, dig- I digress. The reason we're bringing this up is because when the market rises, all ships go up. That's right. But there will be some event. And I, I, I'm very fearful of this happening in the next... 90 days or less where the market gets the chair kicked out from under under them. And if you're, if you're on margin or in the market options or heavily leveraged, you really can get wiped out very quickly. I mean, just see a couple of hedge funds here recently that were on the wrong side of the trade, both a short and a long position wiped out with margin calls, right? So if you're flying really high on the hog today, um, be careful is my warning because you're not Warren Buffett. Um, You can't predict the future in the market. The market can bite you. I mean, it's all right, Mike. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm safe. I'm in Tesla, and Tesla only goes up. So oh, cool. Tesla only goes up. <laughs> yeah, but Mike, you? this is yeah. This was our experience with Cisco, right? It was. Like, that's all Cisco did: up, split, up, split, up, split. And you know, let's face it, Tesla's done a lot of the same things. And I get it. You know, I I understand the comments. They're not just a car company. Yeah, I get it. And I get that Elon Musk is brilliant. But let me talk to you about a little thing called multiple. And it would be word of the day if confiscatory already wasn't. But that multiple gets insane. 
Yeah. You know, and you look at that multiple and it's like, you know, I'm watching CNBC this morning. That's part of my morning just because I have it on and I'm listening to, the, you know, all the labor statistics and things like that. Cause that's, you know, a lot of that drives housing and jobs. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Number one, they're talking about maybe the first month of over a million new jobs next month. Yeah. That's what they're talking about. And then on top of that, they're talking about the fact that, yeah, you know, multiples are around 18, 19. Hey, Mike, quick quiz. When was the last time multiple multiples were around 18 and 19 in a largely the tech sector? Oh, that just would be wondering. A, just the 2000 period, somewhere around there. That, yeah. sound, that sounds right to me for some reason. <laughs> You know, how about, and how, funny, how about companies with a hundred times revenue? Usually companies <laughs> are evaluated on profit, you know, exactly. the bottom line. Yeah, exactly. Now we're valuing companies on top line. You know how that ended last time? Yeah. Yeah. We had, we had a fun skit that we actually did in my office when that, when we were, when you would just turn on CNBC and they, all they were talking about was, you know, revenues, 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 and never anything about margin or expense or bottom line. Everything was revenues, revenues, revenues. And we were joking about that. I was like, you don't seem to understand. We brought in a billion dollars. Great. How much did it cost you? Oh, we don't answer that question. Like, because they spent two and a half billion to get the billion bucks in revenue. Well, I can make money shrink like that too. That's not a magic trick. Well, there was, there was a company, I forget what, you, what it was, but essentially what they were doing is they were selling I'm going to call them bricks. It was something. It was a widget. They were selling uh-huh. bricks and essentially wrapping it with a hundred dollar bill. They were selling it yes. for $98. Yeah. <laughs> That's essentially what they were doing. They were yes. losing $2 on purpose every time, but they were talking about top line and the market bought it for a while. They always do though, right? They always do. They're just like, well, it could be the next thing. It's all about eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> oh my word. Yeah. Do you remember? Yep. Oh my God. Yep. I remember going and I'm sure you did it too. Like I remember selling against what I would call vaporware. Oh yeah. Oh, I hate that. Right. They're oh, just yeah. like, no, no, no. That's in their next release. I was yeah. like, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> sure it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I remember. Yeah. I remember selling against, uh, well, white papers, right? Trying to sell against white papers. (laughs) Really? I'm selling against a, they can't even show you product. I'm selling against a white paper. Really? That's what we're talking about today. I can turn on my login screen and be more real than that white paper. We actually put together a mock white paper and it was completely mock. Like it was, I wish, I wish I could find it, but we did this, this fake mock-up white paper and a white paper in the tech biz is basically like, here's all our product does and here's why it does it the way that it does it, right? Well, it's the vision, right? But it's, it's the future. Like it could but, do, right, yeah. It's, yeah, this is what we expect it will do yeah. when we build it, someday when we actually deliver it. And oh, by the way, we haven't hired anybody it. yet to build it yet. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and PS, we don't have developer two yet. We have the founder, but we don't have developer two yeah. yet. We got nobody writing code. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we don't actually have any, oh no, no, we don't actually have any code. So we don't even need to escrow the code. We don't even have any code, but (laughs) like we built this mock-up, you know, mock white paper and we would literally hand it to customers. They're like, and literally customers would say that, that actually sounds really, really promising. And I was like, guys, that that's what every other company is showing to you. We're here to show you what the product does today. Now, presently fixing your problem today. And that's where everything, everything's going icky balooky. Like just everyone's going crazy. Icky balooky. Uh, there yeah. we go. I like that. Yeah. Icky just like, Yeah. I mean, and I'm, you just look at this stuff and you're like, this is crazy. And again, like we were talking about those valuations, they exist for a reason. That's how experts, just yeah. like Mike and I look at our markets and look at affordability. Mm-hmm. That's how experts in the stock market often look at, okay, is this an expensive stock based on the multiple? Yeah. 
because profit matters. Well, it eventually matters. It doesn't matter all the time. <laughs> it's true. Right? right. We are in a period today where I would argue that profit doesn't really matter. Right now, now yeah, it's, you're right. Yeah, but it will change. And the beauty about a market is it can be irrational a lot longer than you want. Right. Well, that's what gets people broke, right? Exactly. As it goes I mean, on farther and it brings on more people and, you know, it's the last in first out. I mean, oh my God, it's, it's going to be bad. I don't know when it's going to be bad, but it's going to yeah. be bad. Listen to a Tesla short. Yeah. They've been, they've lost a billion dollars here the last year. Holy or so. Holy Toledo. And you know what the thing is, their analysis, it's not wrong. Yeah. A lot of it's not wrong. A lot of it's kind of right. And you can kind of understand where they get there. And then they're just like, but I'm right. And you're like, you know, the market's kind of kicking you in the teeth and proving yeah. that you're wrong. Yeah. You might be right, but your timing sucks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it's just like yeah. Kathy Wood's thing, right? Kathy Wood can put yes. on any Monte Carlo scenario she wants. And actually, I was going to do a video on this, right? So, then, yeah. you know, let me find a piece. Ah, screw it. <laughs> no, find a piece of paper. Let's I'm going to do it, right? So here's Let's the deal, this. right? So what is Tesla today? I think I saw this morning's like 610. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And she's calling for it to be like 3000. Like 3, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 3, yeah. 000. Yep. Okay. Yep. So this is what every, you know, new investor thinks, right? Oh, it's going to go from 600 <laughs> straight line to 3000. You yeah, all exactly. idiots are buying that. Here's the problem, yeah. right? So here's 600. It's going to go up and it's going to go down. And it's going to go down. It's going to go up. So Kathy Wood could technically be right. Yes. All your asses are going to get washed out here because you can't right. hold. She's in the ETF. She has diamond hands. She can hold forever and she will be right. That's you right. You all are going to get washed out here because you're on margin or whatnot. So if you're in cash and you own them free and clear, you know, five years from now, Tesla is going to be a monster company. And yes, they could be the biggest company ever. I have no doubt. Agreed. Fine. Agreed. It's not a straight line. It doesn't go from yeah. 600 to 3000. Are you prepared to have suffer significant losses? And if you're on margin, you're not. Right. And at a 70 to 90 multiple, aren't you kind of already paying for that? Well, I mean, just think about all the things that could go wrong, right? Right. Chip shortage. Well, how many, did you have to shut down for seven or eight days? I'm guessing that's going to impact yep. car deliveries. What yep. happens to commodities? I don't know what batteries are made of, but I'm guessing they're made out of stuff. And what happens if there's too many other car manufacturers that need stuff? Well, yeah. you can have a supply demand problem. Yeah. yeah. This, this, this just in, Mike, I checked. You're right. They have stuff in them. <laughs> nice. And yeah. then, oh, by the way, let's not forget the Elon Musk risk, right? right. Elon Musk is uh, the Pied Piper and he's yeah. rich as fuck. And if he wants, he could just go focus on Mars and not worry about, I'm not saying he's going to do that, but right. there is Agreed. some Elon Musk risk. He is so smart. He can get so bored. He could do something else if he wanted to. And he may sometime in the future. How much of Tesla's valuation is because Musk is the CEO? Not zero. Oh, yeah, no, not zero at all. I mean, I think it's got to be a fairly hefty number, right? I mean, the guy, right? He's the dude. And how many times in the last six months has he said his stock is at a completely irrational price? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, yeah. How much oh. more could you love the guy? And I'm not invested at all in oh, Tesla. No, I wouldn't touch Nothing. I wouldn't no touch way. I wouldn't touch Tesla with your money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I mean, Elon Musk could be, he could be, I mean, the SEC, he's a publicly traded company. Yeah. The SEC could come in and kick him out. Yes. Right? Because yeah, it's a public company. Sure. And oh, by the way, just the other day, he got in trouble again because he said uh, Tesla could be bigger than Apple and sometime soon. 
And of course that tweet got deleted, but lots of people took pictures. SEC does not like that stuff. Think about his taking, taking Tesla private at 427 or 450, whatever that number yeah. was. Folks, I mean, there it's got to be some Elon risk in this. And then again, what happens if technology changes? This is right. the thing that has crushed past high flyers is yes, they were legendary. They fixed it. They figured it out. They had intellectual, they had patents. They had a big old moat around That's this right. solution. They print money. And then some other smart son of a gun comes in and goes, huh, what if you did it different? Yeah. And there's suddenly- a ton of competition, right? There's a ton, and there might be 10 years behind, but there's also much better technology now. So their, their ramp not having to be the bleeding edge, their ramp is a whole lot better and easier, you yeah. know? And then, you know, do what China does with pretty much everything else. Fast copy. Knock, knock off the best product out there. Yeah. You know? And then the other arrogant stuff is people just assume growth rates will go forever. Yeah. You need to look up the law of large numbers. Yeah. Tesla yeah. won't double every year forever. It's no, mathematically it impossible. It can't. It literally, it physically can't. The math isn't there. Yeah. But some people, you know? Monte Carlo scenarios, they don't care about the real world. Yeah. This is, and, and Mike, that's honestly, that's why I'm not a stock guy. I have a very limited holdings. I have very limited stuff deployed in the market. It's I got very, zero. Very, Let's be clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am very limited, like very, very small. Yeah. And that's it for me. Like that, th- this is an area that I feel extremely unsafe, no matter how many guys teach me how to read a chart, no matter how smart they are. I-, I mean, especially for a lot of the mom and pops that we talk to, right. Or the college kids that we talk to, you're in a nine to five job or you just have your cell phone available. And if like stuff starts to go sideways where something gets announced and goes, Oh, you know what? Seven X, Y, Z cars blew up. Yeah. And they're not sure why. And the stock tanks 200, but that's now a hundred below what your cost basis was. Yeah. Like that's a scary thing. Like if you're in front of it all day long, like, yeah, okay. You can, you can probably get ahead doing it, but if you're not, man, there's a reason why 90% or 90% plus of day traders lose money. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I'm, you know, we talk about Tesla a bunch here, but it's good. I mean, there are so many companies valued on revenue today. And that won't last forever. Again, I remember that company that literally was shipping a widget, wrapping it in a hundred bucks and selling it for $98. That works for a while, not yeah. forever. So pretty yep. crazy. Time. Totally agree with you. It's, I mean, and it just, all of this flows, you know, again, we're not, I'm not really a market guy, but all of this stuff, I watch it because it flows into housing. That's exactly you know? where we're going to close this. Cause what happens to real estate? And again, remember yeah. what happened last time, right? Stock market falls off a cliff. People feel, first off, people feel less wealthy, so they save right. and they stop spending. So consumer sentiment goes negative, right? They get scared. Then they stop shopping. Then their savings go up. But then the, then the Fed comes in. Don't bet against the Fed. The Fed tries to pop up the market, but mom and pop are burned. Mom and right. pop don't come back for a year. I didn't go back for a decade after yeah. getting torched. So what did, what did I do? Rates went down move to real estate, right? That's, That's right. It's just, it's, it's just the setup again. This just feels so similar to what we did last time. And I'm nervous for folks that are feeling really rich today because they've been doing gamification on Robinhood or some other app. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. Uh, they're, 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 they're going to get caught, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Please, please, please be careful. Please be careful. I mean, it's, it's, it's your nest egg and it's the money that you work so hard for. And by the way, PS, I love the video that you did on the $200,000 poor people. Oh yeah. That was, you good. know, going broke on like, 200 K. Yeah. Yeah. My son's three. 
And I was showing him, I was like, see, this is what a balance sheet shouldn't look like. You can <laughs> yeah. cross these six line items off That's right bad. here. You know, and it was like, but this is the thing is we care so much about people and wanting to give yeah. them an opportunity for a future. And hey, we're not saying do what we say. We're saying do what we've done. Exactly. And it's just a huge opportunity. So yeah, I just, please, please, please be careful. Make sure you're doing your homework and put yourself in the best position because you know what? It's a whole lot easier to get behind saving every dime that you have to keep that you know, roof above your head mm-hmm. than it is having to rely on you know, the market not going up or your landlord not selling. I mean, I encourage people as a landlord, put yourself here. It's a nice place. Be here for two or three years, properly budget, and then buy your house. Absolutely. That's what I'm most proud of. And the last thing I want to close with is, is do yourself a favor. I made this mistake. And again, I share as my mistake is I would tell people I had all this money right? Hey, I have a, I have 197 grand. I didn't have squat because I didn't mm-hmm. sell just because right. your trading account says some number it do, until you sell, you don't have it. You don't have the profit. Take, never forget. Um, you can take your money back, right? If you put 10 K 10 K in and now it's worth 20, get your 10 K back. So you're, yeah. you're at least whole. And then if you want to let the other 10 K run, go nuts. You're whole exactly. still. So just remember, um, be careful. That's I'm very, I'm, it just feels so similar to last time. And I hope very I'm much. wrong. Let me be clear. I hope I'm wrong. I hope Absolutely. the market goes to the moon. It yep. doesn't affect me. The market goes to the moon. The market goes to zero. Doesn't affect me one iota. Uh, so I hope it goes up, but it just doesn't feel like it. Yeah. I mean, there's that time, right. You know, especially for people in their late fifties or early sixties. Now I'd be nervous. Where are things five years from now? Where are oh. things, you know, like people considering retirement and they might feel pretty good that they're at a million seven now or a million two or 800 K or 600 K. What happens if the market halves again? What happens if those rates go up to eight? What happens if inflation, you know, all these what ifs? Yes. But that's why diversification is key. And again, you really can't go wrong owning the roof over your head. Absolutely. Remember when people were joking about having 201 Ks? <laughs> instead of 401 case yeah, if yes. you're sitting at 65 or 60 and thinking about retiring and suddenly you have a 201k yeah ouch ouch yeah so, yeah yeah because you know that's the thing is wall street can wait you out they've got more reserve than you. yeah exactly they, the market can be a lot irrational a lot longer than you and i can be liquid true story very cool all right buddy thanks again it's always fun awesome thanks mike appreciate yeah. you mm-hmm.